1: Hello, good evening, and welcome to One Life Left on Residence 104.4 FM. It is a glorious sunny day today in central London. We're a video game radio show, and my name is Steve Curran. Hello, I'm Simon Byron. And we don't have. Uh, Anne Where is today. she? I don't know, where is she?
0: She posted a picture on, on a social media, um, <laughs> which uh, showed her drinking a glass of, uh, of something booze, I'd imagine, uh, and she was, a, she, was, she was in the air. That, that's ridiculous. I mean, <laughs> she was
1: in a vehicle. In a vehicle. In, in a vehicle experience. in the air, and yeah, so she's, um, <laughs> she's not in this country. Good for her, I suppose, but we are going to see her very soon. Don't worry, listeners, this isn't the end of One Life Left's... Would Bond we, of would, friendship. Well, wow. So would we be? Would it be the end of
0: One Life Left if Anne wasn't on it? Just out interest. Do you think she's replaceable?
1: She's irreplaceable. Unless, Disreplaceable. Unless she wants to be replaced. Exactly. You know, it's a woman's choice. Her <laughs> prerogative uh, to do that. I think she's on her way to Norway. Okay. That's the plan. Right, and good. then uh, We'll all hook up in Sweden in a couple of days' time. Good. Hmm. bit that background noise you can hear there is something falling off the piano <laughs> <laughs> Some, some, uh, some flavour to That's the audio, right. it's some a, visual it's, it's a very special show <laughs> it? say. We're going we're gonna to have Elton John on the show uh, gonna Are we going to be action. okay, just the two of us? I think we're going to be fine, aren't we? Did we
0: remember to write the news?
1: I did this time. Excellent. I have written the news. Excellent. Although um, we've got here's a thing. Just it's okay to describe things in the studio because you're painting a picture. Paint for the, the picture long, for so, us, Steve. Know. I'm I'm behind the big radio desks. <laughs> that's desk. a, that's a professional term for it. Big radio desk. <laughs> big radio desk. <laughs> yeah. It's got lots of knobs on it. Okay. Got lots of sliders and faders right. and that sort of thing. Uh-huh. Um, and we've got a new mic. Look, it's got gold springs on it does It does
0: look nice, actually
1: But it, look what keeps happening Oh, it's going to be a fun the s- show It keeps, it keeps <laughs> it popping away
0: and from Steve Maybe it's really self-aware strong. You'll and notice mic, also that the mic volume will go down as well, <laughs> as well when you start talking <laughs> It keeps running away from me So that's exciting
1: that's That is good, isn't it? It's jeopardy to the show today
0: it's, uh, it's been a bit of a stressful start, we it should has. admit um, Because, uh, yeah, I was just to uh, getting in the studio again mm. We'll have to work on that, won't we? And there's few, there aren't as many of us this week either. There's two of us. Imagine what it would be like if Anne just was here.
1: only two of us.
0: Are there two of us, though? Well. It'd make for a pretty torturous show if it was just me and you raviting on about what it usual. used to
1: be like in the old days. We'll be doing so that later, won't
0: we? we I think we will, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's not just us, of course, thankfully. Uh, do stay tuned to your radio or your podcasts. <laughs> um, we'd like to be joined this evening by Federico Fascher from ETT. Hello, Federico. Hi there. How are you I'm doing? Here. I'm fine, thanks. You've, uh, you've, you've recently moved to this country, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You moved when? Uh, the 1st of May. And that's specifically to come on One Life Left? Uh,
2: yes. Thank Definitely. you very much Definitely. for that.
0: Uh, Federico and I met um, at a games event in London. What When was that? April, Early April? Yeah, it was the game finance market. We went at the game finance market, Steve, me and Federico, because we were chatting about finance. Oh, finance uh, things.
1: High rollers. Did you do any finance? Well, it was interesting, because we met
0: at one of those speed date things where yeah. uh, you go as an attendee and I go as a host, and uh, people have to come and see me. Mm. <laughs> right, every 20 minutes there's a bell, uh, and then uh, other people come and talk to me. And uh, we very quickly established that, uh, whilst it was very nice to meet each other, yeah. uh, in my professional capacity, um, uh, we didn't have a lot in common, did we? Yeah, yeah. Apart from, I did say to you, Sounds really interesting what you're up to. You must come on the radio yeah, show. Yeah, you
1: put them in yeah. the radio pit.
0: I did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and here you are. You've moved You've moved to Britain and everything. Yeah. Welcome to the show. Thank you so Thank much for you. coming on. Um, I, hope, I hope you enjoy it. Um, like I said, it's, uh, it's, it's going to be slightly unusual this evening because we've got no Anne to rein us in. Mm, and I've got to do
1: the news. Steve's got to do the news. But I have done it we have got to find the news first of all. I've got it. I've okay, got it. good. So now I've got to operate the big radio desk. Start the right things. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Chrome the right
0: mic's going to pop away. <laughs> the mic. Yeah.
1: Let's see how we get on. Playing so playing this uh, on too hard a difficulty
0: level tonight. We uh, so let's kick off the show as we very rarely do uh, with Steve's news. <laughs>
1: It is six minutes past seven on some day in whatever month it is. My name is Steve Curran and this is the news. Disney Infinity, the Toys to Life mashup, which places the company's beloved IP in one world and encourages you to do whatever it is the game actually is, with them, is no more. Disney Interactive will no longer self-publish console games, which means that's it for Avalanche Studios too. Toys to Life, Toys to eBay, more like. Good stuff, thanks. Strong opening. Thanks. But and with the biggest news story of the week, I'd say. It was huge and a big surprise to me as well. Yeah, although Disney did say that uh, the reason for this was that it basically hadn't been selling as well as (laughs) they'd have liked. They have high expectations. We've
0: been selling too many. Been selling too many. (laughs) They're
1: struggling to keep up, so we're going to have to stop doing them. But I I, I assumed—I mean, mostly uh, through the lens of you. Right. Like it had been doing quite well because I know you've talked about these Toys to Life games before.
0: Yep. Uh, Dexter has been uh, encouraged by Disney Interactive to um, buy new games and new ports. I uh, know. I think uh, in Disney Interactive you can keep the ports. Well, they've got loads of ports now. Right. Um, every year. Uh, it was up to Disney Infinity 3.0 and everybody thought this was a year that they'd brought Star Wars mm. into it. That Everybody thought this was going to be uh, fantastic and uh, yeah, it didn't prove to be the case. Uh, lots of opinions of course, follows this from um, people who need to write opinions mm-hmm. uh, so that was interesting to see how with hindsight, everybody, everybody thought the Toys to Life market was in trouble uh, they said after Disney <laughs> Infinity is shut. <laughs> no, I thought this actually, that, uh, but um, yeah, it's interesting how none of you said it mm. uh, the other speculation then is that um, Star Wars will now migrate into Lego Dimensions. Is it not already there? It's not already there, no. Right. I think it's the only property that's not in so much in Lego Dimensions.
1: But are the Marvel things in Dimensions? DC. So it's DC World currently. Lego have been making Marvel toys as well, haven't they? They have they been. Have and, of course, Avengers Lego Margo the
0: Avengers came out uh, recently. Did very well, I believe. Uh, it's not Toys for Life. So, yeah. And, of course, the question is, like, what happens now, you know? Mm. Um, Dexter's got so many of these characters. Um, And, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't think he'll miss the game as much uh, because he rarely played the story mode. He would just mess around with the characters in the sort of create-your-own-world type stuff. So, you know, in that sense, nothing changes for him. But, uh, yeah, as you say, I think um,
1: there'll be a lot of scalpers out there. Yeah, well, I did mention Toys to eBay. You did, yeah. I'm not sure... What I really meant by that. Do you think the value of them will be going down. up or down? Down. Down immediately. Yep. Then maybe up long term when things get scarce. I don't know. Someday. You can't
0: collect anything these days, no. can you? Because everybody else is already what collecting stuff. It's, and just, just,
1: and yeah. it's long gone. Finally, what does it mean for Skylanders, do you think? The other big toys to life.
0: Well, I would imagine um, Skylanders and LEGO Dimensions. Uh, I mean, again, I don't know. I'll yeah. uh, do a hot take. They seem to be doing very well, unless
1: they suddenly shut it, at which point I'll point out <laughs> that I thought it wasn't doing well. Wow. The World Esports Association, a governing body for esports, has been announced in London. The jar-jar-sounding Wisa claims it's an open and inclusive organisation that will further professionalise esports by introducing elements of player representation, standardised regulations, and revenue shares for teams. Wisa, very excited about this news. Just kidding, it sounds like a boring corporate play for a thin slice of an increasingly lucrative market. It's good. It's good to like that. It's
0: good, Frederica. So,
1: Frederica, just to explain, Anne normally does the news. Last minute,
0: she wouldn't have purchased Jar Jar Binks joking in, in the news, <laughs> <Okay>. would <she? laughs>
1: Did you notice me start the jingle and then realize I had to, I had to read the news as well? <laughs> good. Um, yeah. yeah,
0: I mean, this got a lot of good coverage, didn't it? It was on the BBC, mm. uh, it was on the Sky News.
1: Um, Esports is a big business, though. I mean, I, what I couldn't discern is what gives them the right to say, all right. You know, rock up and say, now we're in charge. We're
0: going to govern you. Yeah. Well, what typically happens with these things is that they are formed out of their members, aren't they? Mm -hmm. Uh, The members will pay a subscription and, yeah, somebody somewhere would have gone, we better do this, otherwise somebody
1: else is. So that somebody somewhere was the ES. L, I think okay uh, which i have somewhere around here uh yeah it says here it's been founded by the esl the world's largest esports company okay. with the backing of eight big esports teams right, okay so yeah like you say it's the mem, it's some members yeah. and it's a big company coming along and saying okay let's have some regulation and also let's get in charge of this while it's still getting bigger and bigger and bigger do they, have, do they have a professional football play, uh, player on their board? Well, I did. Uh, I did drop kick out of the <laughs> out of the news today. Uh, the news that Schalke FC oh, have signed no. have signed some FC? League of Legends. They've no. got a League of Legends team. Um, so I thought, ah, oh, we did no. we did one of those things, and you weren't happy when we did Wasn't it before, so no. we won't do it this time.
0: Federico, how's the esports scene in Italy?
2: Um, I really. Don't know, because in Italy, uh, games are a very small part of our culture, I think. They are still uh, kind of demonized by the media. Right. It's really difficult to uh, have discussion about games. And, uh, yeah, uh, basically, I think there is... a really, really small scene. It's more, mostly, I think, hobbyistic, not professional esports. There are a lot of people that uh, actually are excited with uh, League of Legends and right. stuff, but uh, um, it's not that big uh, uh, from the professional point of view. If we set up an esports association... I was just about
1: to say in Italy.
0: It sounds, <laughs> no, it sounds like there's an opportunity. Right, yeah, if we,
1: if, you know, we could focus <laughs> on <laughs> so Italy. Yeah. Uh, we could focus on Italy and... Uh, Maybe some of the British Isles that don't feel included. Like Guernsey. <laughs> Italy and Guernsey. Yep. Uh, maybe Jersey as well. Um, we could we could set up our own eSports Association. Then presumably they'd be kind of forced to just acquire us at some point. Yeah, right? Or it
0: would be like Yuki and Tiger, wouldn't it? This that sort of awkward relationship where right. they have to put- publicly pretend <laughs> that
1: they <laughs> like each other. <laughs> and secretly they're daggers would, in the backs. I would love to have someone publicly pretend <laughs> to like me. That'd be great. <laughs> overwatch cheaters will be banned forever from the game that's according to the publisher blizzard who go on to reveal that any party using hacks bots or third-party software will be permanently banned and players should totally narc on potential cheaters remember winners don't use drugs unless they've got a really nasty headache and then we'd recommend a couple of paracetamol and a nice lie down I, I
0: genuinely think this is the first uh, generational split for me. Uh, mm. I feel so so out of this. Mm. I'm aware of Overwatch. Yeah, I'm aware of some, controv- uh, some controversy about a character um, that Blizzard uh, remodeled.
1: Oh yeah, the sexy. Was, or yeah, um,
0: I'm not. I'm not too familiar with the ins and outs of that. But I think it was I, too inny and too outy. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> you need to watch out for that sort of stuff these days. Um, Uh, Beyond that, you know, if you showed me, if you held up three screenshots and said, point out which one's Overwatch. No idea. Unless the other two were um, (laughs) Battlefronts. Super Monkey (laughs) Balls. Exactly. (laughs) I think I'm less struggle, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Um, Yeah, I don't, you know, this is is your parents watching Top of the Pops going, is Mm. that a boy or a girl? You can't hear the lyrics. Right. Uh, I
1: think. I I mean, for me, opting out of uh, games involving shooting has taken a lot of that, like, out for me. I, I mean, first person shooters have shooting in so yeah i'm i'm done with those is, until a, a first per, F, is, is it a moba i believe it's an it's probably like everything these days uh, a shooty a B, game exactly. with, with Mo- moba okay. bits in it do you have any idea
2: uh yeah i think it has a moba element in yeah it. We're, we're a video uh, game radio show <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's enough really, for us uh, i don't have a television right now okay. i don't have a playstation and i don't have a, uh, a reliable internet connection because mm-hmm. i Actually just moved. Moved. Yeah, just moved. just yeah,
0: moved. Yeah. So
2: it's really difficult for me stay update with the news. Right. Well here it <laughs> well, is.
0: Well, this here it is. is. It's right. This is That's all you moment. need to know. Yeah. Um yeah, no, so don't know, don't know. And so when you're talking about hacking and yeah, I don't know hacking. how you do yeah. No, I mean but but geez,
1: it sounds awful. It does awful. sound awful, doesn't it? Don't do it, guys. Fire Emblem and Animal Crossing are going free to play. That's right, everything protective Nintendo fans feared about Nintendo's partnership with Dina is coming true. DNA, sorry. With the two pieces of beloved intellectual property heading to cell phones in the autumn for everyone, even the grubbiest, most miserly Android owner to enjoy. These are the first of Nintendo's pure game applications, a sentence which, if you're asking us, means you can expect to see Pay to Win Mario by December 2018 and Kirby on a street corner by the end of the decade, <laughs> don't have nightmares. Um, good.
0: I'm. Uh, I, I think I'm looking forward to this. Although I was, um, oh, I didn't really get on with the Last Fire Emblem. I, I bought it and then um, I forget what it was about it, but I didn't. I didn't finish it. I do I not Fire sure if Emblem,
1: I love theoretically in a way that it's a slightly worse Advance Wars. Yeah, Advance Wars is perfect. The problem with Fire Emblem for me is that. It does that thing where you can lose characters during yep. each mission. Yep. I find it very, very hard to do that and can, not can, want to yeah, restart, carry on. Yep, so I restart yep. every yep. time and the game is not geared up or wasn't last time I played it to, um, to encourage that. So you can get an hour and 59 minutes into a two hour, two hour level, lose a character at the end and then you're forced to replay it from the start. If you want to keep that character, yep. it's trying to say to you, hey, don't worry about it. I can't deal with that. And so I had to stop playing that game. Did you feel that way in XCOM? Um, no. That's interesting, like isn't that way. it? Well, because the characters in XCOM are characters of my own design, okay. right? And I am essentially crafting that story as it goes along. In Fire Emblem, I feel like I'm missing opportunities. What did you, what did you do when I died in XCOM? I just continued. <laughs> <breezed> <laughs> <off>. <laughs> it <laughs> It laugh, <laughed. laughs> it a <laughed. laughs> <Whistled. laughs> um,
0: yeah. It So I was looking into Fire Emblem today because I saw some people um, moaning about the cost of uh, some specific editions. So I was like, oh, I'd mm-hmm. forgotten about Fire Emblem. Uh, so I was trying to get to the bottom of what going on and there's a new one coming out uh in four days time and uh it's called fire emblem something, something.
1: um
0: but there are three versions that you can buy and uh on- the only way of buying of getting all three is through one um oh, one digital it's one no, no there was a limited edition um from somebody that unlocked all three. Uh, yeah, and it just sounded incredibly complicated. Mm. Um, I did read, though, that you can choose to uh, not have your characters die uh, if you can have them rested. But th- even that feels like cheating it playing does. it, doesn't it?
1: It's, um, it's that sort of... I've seen that increasingly games are f- uh, framing difficulty levels as uh, not, not easy or novice or anything, but story. I just want the story. Um, I don't yeah, want to, yeah, have, yeah, to yeah. have to go through the combat. But for me, I I, I I feel like I'm cheating by not taking it yeah. on. I feel like the game experience has been constructed around these combat elements, which I, I wish it hadn't. And in a game involving shooting, I will always choose to play it on normal because, you know, as, as a game designer, I feel like that's the setting that I should be playing it on. And then I stopped playing it. So right, mm. Animal Crossing is interesting. Uh, interesting yeah. fit for well, well this, on isn't, your it? Phone, isn't it? Mm. Uh, I was thinking of Anne uh, when I was writing the news, obviously, but I was thinking of Anne particularly during this news story because Animal Crossing is effect- well, rather, Nico Atsume is effectively Animal Crossing Light, isn't it? You're dressing up your home and you're, you know, having guests come over and assess your home. I will take your word for that. Right, you've never played. Filed I- under w- Overwatch. <laughs> right, <okay. laughs> Um, and yeah, this is, she's going to go crazy. She's just broken her Niko Atsumi addi- uh, addiction by right, getting the final right cat in. peaches. She'll be right back in there with this, I think. Uh, do you worry about Nintendo's
0: future? I don't at all. No, I think it's going to be. I think they they, they are they are going to be. They're going to continue to be great. Mm, I
2: think so too. Me too. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Rejoice! Celebrate! For the rumours are true. Centipede and Missile Command are getting movie adaptations. The Atari classics, which deals with themes of big insects and nuclear armageddon respectively, are... No, I can't do this. Really? Really? Hollywood? Really? I mean, come on, do they need this? Is this a thing? Does anyone care about this or is this just going through, you know, Atari's pockets? Like at this point, like just rifling, seeing what's left and going, maybe someone will care about our boring Armageddon or big insect movie with this IP attached. And who cares about that IP anymore? I mean, I care about them. They're good games, sort of good games. But I mean, they're certainly defining games. I saw Battleship at the cinema. Right. How was that? I think it was really it was really bad. Obviously, I, don't, yeah, I, don't, yeah, yeah.
0: I think we only went because there was literally nothing else on. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, were they also making a movie out of Pong? Were they? I, I think they were. Um, yeah, there because there were there was Battleship and something else announced, and of course this is yeah, listen something about that makes sense. So. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. I for, for me, I mean, I, has anybody around the the, uh, the table seen Pixels? Oh, I have oh, not no. seen Pixels. I mean, that's a film that surely was made for us, given the
1: the age of the characters yeah, yeah, yeah. involved
0: and all that sort of stuff. And we took one look at it and thought, so, no dreadful. Chance. Angry, Angry the last Birds
1: th- is out this week. i yeah, uh, yeah. not seen no, that. No. Yeah. No.
0: Um, uh, yeah, it just... I, yeah, how, how can we... Are, are those games relevant enough these days for yeah to sort of
1: pull people in apart from you yeah, know people will talk about them because you are like what a stupid idea. I wonder if there's an Atari thing we could afford. <laughs> like really, because we've been talking about what to do with the one life life bank balance, right? Well, yeah. Maybe there is something. I'm going to let's look for the least known Atari IP and make an okay. approach yeah. to someone. Is that it, then? Is that the final news story? Yes, it was. OK, thanks, Steve.
3: <laughs> <laughs> One Life Left Video Game News with Anne Schenfeld-Berry.
1: This is Oreo Milkshake 1989 by OB111. It's from chipmusic.org, where we get most of our music from. You should go there right away, see what's there, enjoy it, maybe have a dance, sing along if there are words. There usually aren't words, it's chip tune, but you can sort of go... You could just upload that, I'd imagine. If you are interested in singing along to things that are connected to video games then where should you be on Thursday night?
0: Thursday night, Steve, you should be in front of you, me, and Anne uh, at the Nordic Game Conference in Malmo, Sweden, where we will be bringing back
1: our unique entertainment proposition, Marioki. Mm, It's really, really exciting. I think uh, last year our favourite gig of the year might have been our our Nordic Game gig. It was absolutely in the computer, didn't it? Yeah, it broke the computer because someone spilled a vodka and tonic inside the computer.
0: <laughs> I um I was explaining marioki to my father-in-law over the weekend. <laughs> he understood the concept. I, don't know if that was, I like he 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 stopped short of of uh, of um, just going why <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I've shown some yeah.
1: we should also say we had a fabulous uh, mariochi gig at loading on Thursday night it was so good to be back and so good to see uh, lots of familiar faces they were wonderful hosts uh, once again and we'll be doing that again next month we bo- actually we've booked up dates for the year haven't we we have oh, we did that at our AGM next month is the 16th don't know <laughs> I can't remember <laughs> but we'll set up the event uh, very very soon and you yes
2: you should come
0: Federico, are you coming to Mariokie on Thursday?
2: Oh, uh, no, I'm afraid not. Why uh, not? What are you up to? He's already uh,
1: come to one country
0: for
2: us. Us, keep, us. Keep moving. Keep moving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm travelling a lot to, these days, and I'll be back in Italy. Right. Because uh, uh, I'm helping my girlfriend to organise an event there in Italy. It's called Game Happens. So it will be on, uh, on the 24th and 25th of June. Okay, so yeah, uh I'll be there and then I'll go back here in England.
0: Right. Tell us about the event then. So what's um I
2: mean hold on.
1: Wait until I've checked whether that's opposite one of our oh, events yeah, yeah. first. Sorry, yeah. I'm just gonna um I'm gonna h- put you in holding
2: just a conversational holding pattern. It's very okay. important.
0: By we, just commenta- yeah. I think we, I really uh, like
1: your shirt, by the when, way. When when are the uh, <laughs> when is it, when are the dates?
2: Uh 24, 25
1: June. Okay, that's a Friday and a Saturday. Yeah. Uh, okay. Just just checking. Ah uh, yes we're not doing any karaoke <laughs> that evening <laughs> okay. although uh although it is uh Sri Lanka against England That's uh, interesting if
0: you're uh... I'd be, it'd be after the European referendum as well isn't it so you know yeah. you oh. should we should enjoy this uh, solidarity while we can
2: yeah so tell, tell us <laughs> about your event Sorry, I didn't really quite catch
0: the, the, yeah well, I am too. <laughs> um it didn't I didn't quite catch the name of it uh, it's game happens
2: game happens and what and what happens at game happens A showcase of independent games. Uh, We are trying to check to find the weirdest game we can. Okay. And then there will be a conference. We will have Tale of Tales uh, keynoting the event. Great. And then uh, there will be some uh, workshop about making uh, games with alternative controllers and stuff uh and uh, yeah basically that's it and we have a chip tin party that's oh. uh, so huh. why we're cheap oh, as, as steve mentioned we're, we're not doing anything yeah. uh, that weekend uh, so if you wanted to
1: uh, yeah. <laughs> we, we've got very reasonable <laughs> rates we've very reasonable rates although you know if you don't book us
0: right now they'll go up <laughs> <laughs> how long has uh, game happens been been running for
2: it's the third year is it yes, okay yeah. yeah
0: uh and it's getting bigger every year is it
2: yeah it's uh, really getting
0: bigger and bigger and it's have you really been organizing have you organized all three yeah yeah Wow, has as um has the industry changed much in those three years? What's what's been happening in in Italy during that uh, time?
2: The industry grow uh, grew a lot. Actually, uh, we started that we were really uh, a few people trying to make gains, uh, and right now there are a lot of guys. Uh, uh, doing games uh, for PlayStation for example uh-huh. and uh, the, the scene is growing, uh, the, uh, there are a lot of events, one went on just this weekend, there, there is a lot of stuff going on and I'm pretty happy about it because uh, uh, the Italian scene never. I, I've never seen the, the Italian game developer uh, industry grow, grow up and it's starting, uh-huh. it's something that is happening right now and it's really exciting.
0: Is it stressful organising? game happens
2: uh, yeah it's kind of it's kind of difficult I'm always uh, behind the uh, sending emails through and uh, contacting us and try to find some sponsors and <laughs> some money to actually pay everything right. <laughs> which is difficult but uh, it's really exciting okay I mean yeah we do have a ginormous rider we are very
1: expensive <laughs> like like it's hard to keep us in
0: uh, one bottle of vodka <laughs> <into> four cans <laughs> something like that's that <laughs> to Ronnie sketch doesn't it <laughs> um and that's, but that's just a small, that's just part-time yeah, volunteering, yeah. hobby yeah, type stuff. Exactly. Because you're, a, you're a, when you're not organizing Game Happens, you're, you're a busy man elsewhere, aren't yeah. you? Tell us about uh, the things that you're up to then.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm working currently with the ETT, which is an Italian company, which has a branch here in London. And uh, they do a lot of... Uh, um, They are a knowledge integrator, and they do uh, a lot of stuff uh, uh, for uh, exhibition, for museums and events and and stuff like that. And uh, I was starting with them uh, um, as a game designer, um, working for a project for the King's College here in London. They are a group of um, psychology um, PhD, and they wanted to basically turn uh, psychological tests into games. So we started making a game about the spatial reasoning, where you move uh, inside a town and uh, have missions to complete. Uh, you have to orient yourself using landmarks and uh, uh, cardinal points and stuff like that. So uh, I started with that, that game, and then the project grow, uh, grew and uh, went on. And right now I'm making uh, more games with them uh, about uh, uh, G, which is the uh, actually IQ, the general intelligence, and functional G, which is the functional intelligence, uh, the way you make sense of the world by elaborating data that you find in the world, like uh, for example, opening a bank account or figuring out. We did, that. That. Yeah, did that, that recently. Yeah, that. no problem. Yeah, no, I've got a lot of trouble in opening a bank account. So we're more
1: generally intelligent than you? (laughs) Yes. Is that right? Okay, probably. (laughs) Uh,
2: Is there any other way we
1: can assess that right now?
2: (laughs) Uh, Well, I don't know. Uh, Do you have to throw a party because uh, uh figuring out budgets is another part of we're the terrible, at that sort of terrible. Thing, we, we, are awful.
0: <laughs> we <laughs> awful. lost money on our book launch where yeah, we were selling what? copies of our book <laughs> when we launched it we, we, we lost money somehow
2: yeah don't know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what is it about uh video games that makes them appropriate for the this sort of psychology test then do you think
2: uh well uh actually it's very easy to put inside the games uh, uh, stuff that measure reaction time uh, and errors and stuff like that and uh, uh, rather than you have to Compile a, a boring questionnaire. Uh, having to play a game—it's really more engaging. We we are receiving actually a really good feedback about that. Okay, excellent feedback. Uh, people love playing the game, even if it, it's you know a very small game. They love playing it, and they are doing the test that way. It's uh, it's really something interesting. If you're
1: assessing someone's intelligence in a game, you know, regardless of what type <laughs> of intelligence that is, as I understand it, right? Uh, IQ at least. The standard mm-hmm. iq thing is assessed on a scale whereby 100 is the average across mm-hmm. the across the um the world is that right i uh a- across I think whatever. Years, isn't it? it should be 50, it should be 50. <laughs> ridiculous. it's ridiculous yes. okay so anyway 100 is is uh, is the average across the assessed uh, selection of the world perhaps that means if you get over 100 you're above average but it's yeah. good and a video game can celebrate that how do you reveal to a player who plays your game, who scores below average,
2: how do you um, how do you explain? How do you we tell actually- them that? We actually don't, because uh, uh, all the studies uh, uh, kept uh, uh, private for uh, mm-hmm. statistical reasons. Okay. But we just uh, give you some kind of feedback about your general m- main abilities. For the special uh, uh, intelligence game, we give you, we tell you, for example, if you are uh, better at uh, figuring out uh, uh, orienting yourself with landmarks or with cardinal you know, points, mm-hmm. or maybe you are better at finding uh, hidden objects or Stuff like that. So we we try to give you a kind of feedback which is not too harsh. Okay, what is? What if you just
1: can't find anything positive to say? (laughs) (laughs) Another person is there a default it sinks to which is like, you are lovely. (laughs) You just you're just great. Go, go look after yourself.
0: There's um, there's no way for the public to play these games or then for us or to see for, for us to experience sort of what you do uh, unless I guess that we volunteer for tests. Yeah, yeah right?
2: exactly, exactly. It's a part of a private test you have to submit for the test and actually the test uh, the study the entire study is made on twins, so you have to. Be a twin too. Yeah. Oh, that's control. quite challenging, isn't
0: it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's difficult, difficult <laughs> enough getting
2: a, getting a PlayStation Four set up. Yeah. Find
0: a kind of twin. <laughs> wow. Uh, so what you're testing? What uh, how the twins differ?
2: Yeah, exactly. How okay. the different uh, environment uh, uh, they uh, grow up. Be, uh, you should
0: be. If you're going to use twins for experiments yeah. in gaming, you mm-hmm. should do it in VR, where one of them puts on your helmet, and then you do something clever with the other one when there's, people don't realise that they're two people. That's a good idea. Isn't it? Let's
1: Maybe, we really that. Nice idea. Maybe we should set up a board of <laughs> twins. <test. That's> okay. <laughs> How do you get hold of loads of twins? <laughs> there must be a website. I, <laughs>
2: I don't really know because I'm not the one that recruits the, the, the twins, but they do. Oh, <laughs> need a put, I'm going to
0: put that in Google. Yes, I want loads exactly. of twins. Hey, so. hey, what genre of game are they best at?
2: Uh, don't I don't know. know. I,
1: uh, twins. Twin
0: Stick, yes. Twin yeah.
1: yeah. 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 so, I think
0: you one. were more generous with that laugh yeah, there, I feel so as well. Yeah, that's, that's, that's yes. good. Uh, Excellent. That that must be interesting. But that's that's um, that's not enough for you though, is it? That's that's not that, that's not everything that you're doing at the moment.
2: No, no, no. We we do a lot of uh, uh, other games, uh, especially for museums and exhibition. And one uh, I'm particularly proud of is uh, this game that we made for the Magna Carta exhibition here in England. Uh, it was a travelling exhibition running across Kent and uh, we did this big table which uh, has a a 65 inch touch screen and basically the idea was to recreate the condition that uh Get the charter to be written to to be written and uh, uh, signed from the king. So each player, it's like a milder role playing game where each player uh, take the role of one of the character uh, representing the um, various interests uh, uh, around the charter, and they have a topic and they have to discuss it and find an agreement. And uh, there is this moment where all people have to touch a button, and when everyone touches the same uh, touches the button, then uh, they can write the topic on the the charter. So uh, that's kind of something of mixing uh, the um, digital content with the real, actual, physical content.
0: It's interesting. Going back to something you said right at the very start, uh, you said that video games don't have a particularly good reputation in Italy. But both of the examples that you've given us uh, show gaming in in very different and, and positive lights, I would say.
2: Yeah, yeah, I'm, uh, uh, I'm really passionate about games and uh, yeah, what I'm trying to do and what I was trying to do uh, back in the days, I had a, a company on my own, we did uh, independent uh, game development, is try to find new ways to uh, make games and experiment a lot and this, uh, working in this company, gives me the occasion of uh, uh, seeing games from a different point of view, which is really cool
0: great thanks uh, Frederica. how do we keep up with up to date with what you're working on how do we do we follow you on Twitter or Uh,
2: yes you can follow me on Twitter Uh, it's uh, my nickname is Kurai which is K-U-R-A-I great and um, just out of uh, interest if if anyone's got loads of
0: twins out there are you still after twins
2: uh, yeah definitely (laughs) (laughs) we we always are
1: (laughs) thank you
3: Hello, I'm Sega Badawi and welcome to One Life Left, local news. David Kamatron is in trouble after he was recorded making disparaging comments about the leaders of other countries in front of Princess Peach. Camertron was discussing forthcoming trade talks and said that the leaders of certain countries were deliciously corrupt. These leaders included... ...King Boo of Buania ...and the Prime Ministers of Gabondorf... ...and Kupakistan. It's another addition to the list of gaffes ...that Camatron keeps making in front of royalty. But unfortunately... ...Princess Peach has also been putting her foot in it... ...when near a microphone. She was heard saying that King Bowser was very rude... ...when he came over to visit last year. Apparently he tried to kidnap her on numerous occasions and even worse didn't eat all of the cake that she had baked Thanks and back to your usual programming Email, messages and forward bcc One life letters
0: Thank you so much to everybody that's taken the time to write into us over the past week. Um, it's always appreciated. Uh, d- as, as mentioned before, we, t- we sort of doubly extra appreciate it uh, if we get your letters uh, when we're not begging for them.
1: Yeah. Mid- mid-week's, a mid-weeks, lovely. Mid-weeks, really It really is. Get a letter,
0: um, particularly yeah. as you know, we might surprise you with uh, mm. stuff. So, um, Tony Gowland, friend of the show, uh, he's been on the show once, and we've. Um, we see him out and about. Uh, he he wrote writes in, a lot of letters. He does write a lot of letters. Um, he wrote in to um, uh, offer us some Steam codes for the excellent Binaries, which was published uh, on Steam whilst we were off air. Uh, So everybody who gets a letter written out this evening will uh, benefit from one of those codes, and maybe we'll have a few more. Including Tony. Including Tony. We're going to send him (laughs) one. Exactly. Uh, So, uh, David Turner, thank you so much for getting in touch. He writes, Dear OLL and super special guest, last week you mentioned and covered the red carpet at the BAFTAs. Steve, Simon, and super special guest, if you could cover a carpet, which one would you cover and why? Also, what would you cover it in? Love the show. David Turner, a.k.a. Rave Turn on Twitter. Carpet would we cover? I know exactly
1: the answer to this. Go on. I would cover the carpet in my hall in my home, uh, which has been scratched to blazes uh, by my cat. <laughs> right. And I've been trying to work out what to cover it with. Okay. Uh, but she just she scratches whatever I put there. So I, I haven't worked out the second part of that answer, but it's definitely that. I, I need to cover it up. Uh, I would love to
0: cover um, uh, yeah, one of the lesser square premieres, I guess. Just asking wildly inappropriate com- uh, questions about video games to celebrities there to pimp mm. other stuff. What would Tom Cruise's um, PSN
2: handle be, for example? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know. Federico, have you got any carpets you think would you'd like to cover?
2: Um, Probably the carpet I have in my uh, room, uh, in my home here in London, okay. because we in Italy are not that used to have carpets, carpets is that right? in, <laughs> in the room. Right. Um, so if I could have uh, some hard uh, wood floor instead, it would be really nice. You cover it. You're,
1: you're in this country now, you should learn to love it. This is what Brexit is all about. <laughs> <what's Brexit bad. laughs>
0: uh, excellent. Thank you for that letter, David. Uh, your binary Steam code. Is YK49G8TMDJ9WCPO. <laughs> Use it or lose it. Feder-
2: <laughs> Federico, <laughs> dearest OLL, love that you all. Was it Steve mentioned the Eden on on the show? So excited to your fellow love for the game. It's so brilliant. Love Bayon Sons. I hope to hear in DJ one day. Sincerest feeling and glad you're back on the air. Nate from America, currently jamming some. To some kind of british electronic music
1: we love eden well mm. i love eden and i am 50 percent of we tonight so yeah that's enough of it no i don't uh, yeah yeah it's a good game and we love bion too yeah we've seen yeah. him dj a couple of times excellent excellent man and he's now working he's gone to work full-time for Pixel Junk, I have he? noticed oh, right. that's interesting, isn't it? Hmm. Maybe my five-year, every GDC campaign of talking to Dylan uh, from Pixel Junk and saying, "Can you just make Eden again?" Uh, it's finally paying pay off, off, or maybe they're making something new.
0: Um, and maybe this uh, this uh, this additional uh, mention of Eden will prompt Nate to write back in again to say, "I love the reference <laughs> to
1: Eden." <laughs> yeah, yeah, it just keeps going. The Eden cycle. Uh, Steve got a letter. Hello, team. Hello, SSG. Your mention of a version of Sensible Soccer with a hand grenade has led me down a rabbit hole, writes Robert Wells. Turns out it is Sensible Soccer 9293 meets Bulldog Blighty, and appeared on the cover disc of Amiga Power 21 from January 1993. What's more, people even more obsessive than me have archived that disc online so that I can play it on an emulator. It also led me to Read Only Memory's Amiga Power reunion event, of which they've uploaded the audio to SoundCloud. He then encloses the URL. Okay, we should we should tweet that. Let's say we're going to tweet it. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Simon gets a mention in the story about a bunch of flowers. Bunch it made me realise that I read some pretty odd things when I was a teenager and never noticed. What do you hope someone has archived from the past? What do you wish they hadn't? Pip-Pip Roberts. Ugh...
0: Well, uh, I was gutted to not make the um, Amiga Power reunion. Um, See, I was a big fan of Amiga Power at the time, even though they were fierce rivals of ours uh, when I was working on The One. Um, and, uh, yeah, they were always too cool for school. When we uh, crowed about beating them by 15 readers in uh, one period ABCs, the way that you measure, the official way to, to measure uh, readership. We were chatting about ABCs earlier, actually, means Steve. Mm. Um we we groaned about it. They
1: sent us some flowers and said thanks for all the free publicity, and we were furious with them. They were so cool. Um, uh, I uh, I have an answer to this. Okay. A good answer or a bad answer. Yeah. One of them is uh, that I'm very very glad, or, or sorry, very very sad that uh, non, that you can't get old Edge magazines online uh, I, for various reasons. I was looking through an old copy of Edge today and seeing all of the stuff that I had written. You can. You can.
0: There's the old magazine archive. It's got all of them. It's It's really? even got all copies of the one. anime power. which... Well, really? Yeah, but don't go there, because I'd say the things that I don't want archived, the, the stuff are I used to there. write, which was a ge- two generations of journalists ago. <laughs> well, the g- <laughs>
1: good stuff about it is that Edge sh- Ed sh- didn't have bylines. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can yeah. pick out all of the yeah. stuff that I'm pleased with that I wrote and go, yep, I was right, <laughs> and just go, no, I can't remember who wrote that bit, which is fine. In terms of things that have been archived, I wish they hadn't. This is a bit of a weird one. Ah, oh, gotta start the letters again. Hold on. This is where we're missing Anne right yeah, now. She'd be filling, wouldn't she? she? There we go. Um, in terms of stuff that, that that I wish hadn't. So you know how all of GeoCities is archived? Is yeah. it? It is. Right. You can get. You, you can get all of GeoCities some thoughtful person thought to download all of GeoCities well I used to have a very when I was back at university a very very embarrassing website on GeoCities okay and that has been archived yeah. Or at least I believe it has Because I can't remember the URL I just know it's there ha. Somewhere <laughs> uh, And that's weirdly more terrifying Than knowing where it is Just knowing that, you know Because people often do art projects with Geocities right. A couple recently which have spewed random Look pages at this idiot onto, it was called Exactly, it was just you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: We went to see one in London Which just refreshed a Geocities page every two minutes And projected it on a wall And I sat there going, you know, with my friends go, oh, remember how terrible the internet was. Terrified every refresh that just, amongst these billions of sites, that one day it'll come back and haunt me. That's what I fear. Otherwise, I feel very, very glad to be born the time that I was, because I think... I am slightly too old to have most of my most embarrassing things yeah,
0: archived. We left very few digital footprints at the time. Mm. No, so um that I mean that old magazine archive uh, which um is called that but is not is not that on the internet. I forget it's got a really um strange URL. Um and it's it's not up there for commercial... you know, you can't browse them. You have to like you go you go into a file directory structure and um there are some bits of bobs missing, but uh, you start having a poke around on that and yeah, sure, you, you th- there's no name on yours but God, I mean, I've never thought I was the best writer in the world, but goodness me, (laughs) some of the stuff I did was appalling. Mm. Um, Yeah, thank God you couldn't comment on magazines then. (laughs) The only way of commenting was writing in. We've mentioned that before, but yeah, it's uh, it made me shudder, Federico, really did. Yeah,
2: I can I can relate with that. I'm a 44 Uh, year old man. How old are you? 41.
0: Are you? Okay, so you are slightly younger than me. Did you? you, Do you have anything published?
2: Uh yes I guess so. Uh I used to write for a very small magazine in Italy, okay. game magazine back in the days. And yeah, uh I think uh, if I if I would read uh the Maybe we the should article, read each other's. Yeah, it, it would be em- embarrassing, right. I think. <laughs> I <laughs> found
1: it.
0: What? The magazine rack. Is that what it is?
2: <sighs> yeah, uh, now to...
0: d- does that have edge on it? Yeah. Okay. And you have got the one and can you delete them? <laughs> <laughs> I'll see what I can do. Great. Thank you so much for your letters. We will dish those binaries codes out. Thanks again, Anthony. Um, yeah, and if we, when, we, when we do forget to send you your codes, can you remind us, please?
1: This is a first round by Tuxix. Simon has a copy of Edge in front of him. I do, I do. Uh, It's uh, issue 129.
0: Uh, Sega is on the cover. Uh, Billy Hatcher. Remember Billy Hatcher? Uh I remember that. November 2003. Four pounds. Or, of course, 2,150 yen. Because you used to do that, didn't you? Yeah, we we did used to do that. Who was on the magazine then? Let's have a look in the old flannel panel. Uh, The editor was Joao... Mm. David McCarthy, Deputy Editor. Mark Wallbank, Associate Editor. Mm-hmm. Uh, Margaret Robinson, Writer. Uh, Steve Curran, Editor at Large. I was I, I only read out the writers there. Contributors.
1: It's Parco in there? Uh,
0: Ross Atherton, Mr. Biffo, John Jordan, Pete Lyle. Uh, Toshiro Nagoshi Nagoshi, Simon Parkin Stephen Paul Neil Randall Red Eye whoever he was (laughs) Tim Tim Rogers and David Spark Uh, this is a glimpse at a bygone age though isn't it Mm. headlines London Games Week needs to learn from experience well (laughs) it really does it really does Uh, it actually just returned didn't it of course so uh, how timely such was the demand that opportunistic youngsters could be seen hanging around bins trying to to procure discarded entry passes. That's for the PlayStation
1: experience. Right, okay.
0: Edge wins GDC's RU game panel. <laughs> <laughs> That's a two-page a story. story a <laughs> story in Edge about Edge. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, oh engage. God, it's an oh, engage, Dad. Wow. Engage.
0: for launch. Look at this half-page news story full of promise. Oh my <laughs> yes. God, I promise. Is it
1: is. It. I went to that launch event. It was at <laughs> the London Eye, right? Was it, is that about it was. that? Uh, so I must have wrote that, written that. Sorry, good writing. Uh, I must yeah. no. have written that uh, if it was that we went to. It it's quite imagine. a good place to do a launch event because you get in one of those pods and you can't leave for half uh, right, for right, forty right. minutes. It doesn't mention it was at the Eye. Um, yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, and then the games, the hot games that m- that month, um, September, sorry, November 2003, Previewed, Transformers Armada, okay, yeah, Broken yeah. Sword <laughs> 3, uh, Gregory Horror Show, do you remember that? Uh, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure I wrote right. that, Prince of Persia's exactly. Sands of Time, okay, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, there are some games here that go on to
1: develop, um, is Prince of Persia an ongoing thing, do, do people make Prince of Persia anymore? They should. It's due a reboot, isn't it, surely? Uh, they tried that,
0: though, with the two, didn't they? They did a grittier one. I really enjoyed The Sounds of Time. Okay. Um, big uh, big feature with William Latham. But it's the adverts that really sort of date them, don't they? Mm. Advance Wars 2 was being advertised there on a DPS, as they used to I wish call it. Them was on the being
1: advertised right now. Roll
0: out the heavy artillery, it says, with a picture of a Game Boy SP. That
1: was a game. Yeah. That was a game.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, 130 pages.
1: Yeah. What about the paper quality? That, oh, it, this must be 100 GSM, it, is it? Yeah, it was back, back then. <laughs> what happened afterwards? I, I remember Joao once in a foul mood and going out and bringing <laughs> a micrometer back to, <laughs> it, to yeah. measure, measure the Brilliant. thickness because he swore someone was trying to pull one over on us. Right. Yeah. Uh, interesting uh, in the review section, of course, a game I've forgotten
0: about, Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, Xbox and PC. Mm. Xbox was the version tested. Right. Yeah. Five out of ten. Developed by Bethesda. (laughs) Look at them now. (laughs) Look at us now. Look at us us now. (laughs) now. (laughs) We should get together with Bethesda. (laughs) Should we? We really should.
1: Reflect on this.
0: Yeah. Five out of ten. They obviously hadn't adhered to the uh, rigorous One Life Left scoring policy, which we should talk about now. Reviews. What have you been playing this month, Simon? Well, um, I've a review in progress, because um, I got Uncharted uh, 4, A Thief's End, this week. I was very excited by it. I mean, I've been excited about it since I've seen um, the the high-definition trailers of the car chase and stuff like that. uh, Which, I mean, you know, it's got me written all over it. Um... But yeah, I, found, I had some time to play it yesterday, and uh, I was like, "Oh, well, I should play play this. Or I could just play some more Battlefront." Oh, no. But no, but I thought I can't talk about. I need some more to talk about. And it's not going to be around. Uh, I can't just bang on about Battlefront again, um, even though there's going to be a new one next year. <laughs> Did you hear that in the Disney call? Um, so I started playing uh, Uncharted. Now I am maybe. Two and a half hours in. So this is early impressions. But I've noticed that's the thing to do these days. Because talking of Bethesda, they didn't send out copies of Doom Mm. to anybody. Mm. uh, Apart from those that paid money for it. And as such, the press are trying to catch up by giving their impressions two hours in. Um in order just to sort of, you know, get that, uh, that, that surely they should just the stand- live stream their reviews. Well, Polygon that- tried that, didn't Did they? they? And then they, and you realise that <laughs> <laughs> apparently it was being played by someone who'd never played a game before. <laughs> <laughs> like they couldn't control it and all that sort That's stuff. That's okay too. It is okay too. Yeah. Uh, so, so, yeah, I'm that far in. Um, I've just got into the, the start of the story proper because, uh, like all Uncharted games, it opens with a blockbuster scene. This one's set on a boat with thrilling boat chase. Absolutely breathtaking. Um, and then you get through the, the uh, early sections which are tutorials in everything but name uh then you play um and this is where i thought i'm not sure about this because then you then you you then need to play a young nathan drake as a little boy escaping from his boarding school and and in a narrative game like i don't want this sort of flashback because you you play those before
1: i'm sure i've played an uncharted where it's flashback to earlier uh, days yeah but not childhood
0: i don't think this is more about you know the 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 timid little boy at the boarding school Before we turned into a hard assed killer Right uh, Which he is Um, Yeah, so I got through that, it was alright And um, yeah, I've just just started And um, it's good to be back It's certainly very, very spectacular um, In terms of its visual uh, presence. I mean, it has a, a swagger about it that I don't think you get from very many games. Um,
1: yeah, you definitely, you do chat flashback in Uncharted 3 to young Nathan Drake. Well, this is well. younger. This oh, so, is, right, I, okay. yeah. I guess, yeah. I
0: guess in terms of features yeah. on the back of the box, they mm-hmm. would say flashback even further. Youngest Drake <laughs> <Exactly>. ever. <laughs> um,
1: I have a question. Yes. How much murdering do you do in it? I've killed a few people so far. How many, do you reckon?
0: Uh, b- b- maybe 30 or 40 people so oh, far.
1: Oh, right. It's quite I know, light, just, then. Just warming up. Okay. How guilty were they before <laughs> you murdered
0: they, them? They were, they were in my way. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so. How old were you?
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> spoiler alert. Um, yeah, so I'm enjoying it so far. Uh, looking forward to getting uh, stuck further into it, although we're busy this week. Um, but, yeah, um, my provisional score is mm-hmm. going to be 7 out of 10.
2: All right, excellent. Uh, What have you been playing? Oh, I'm playing uh, just a small mobile game. Okay. Uh, It's called Inks. Inks. And it's uh, uh, a rather strange pinball. It's a pinball where you have to... Basically, you have to uh, catch these little mm, squares of color. And when you do it... They explode and they make a mess inside the pinball board and the the ball starts drawing stuff around while you play. So it's really interesting because you make something like Pollock art while playing pinball, which is strange. And uh, uh, I like pinball and I like uh, the very... Idea to get to the very basic of Uh, pinball. It has not multi ball or uh, stuff like that. It's just uh, uh, mechanical sounds and bumpers, uh, and that's it. And it's a bit like uh, what desert golfing was to golf like a grade zero, and uh, yeah. It's kind of interesting, uh, good uh, uh, game to play while you're commuting and and stuff. So that's awesome. it. Got a score yeah. for it? Seven out of ten. Seems
1: like a solid seven to me. Thank you. What have you been playing, Steve? Well, I've been uh, Chime. Chime Sharp is coming to the end of its dev cycle. I think it's coming out very soon. Yeah, I don't know whether we've got Are we, a are we, having, are we having a party on the London yeah, Eye? I think we should do. We'd <laughs> not let people get away. <laughs> uh, so I've been playing a lot of that. It's, it is really good. If you don't believe me, you can try it for yourself by putting this code into Steam. 369KKHB3GGGBTGQ Get in there. One We're of like you. Steve giveaway. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll be giving more codes away on my on my Twitter uh, over the next week or so. Uh, so, follow me for that Please, follow me I'm nearly at 4k followers That's exciting Right I don't know I'm not uh, You're like a Sony television I know <laughs> That works It's all it does Anyway, it? I'm not reviewing that this week uh, That was just a little bit of self-promotion I am reviewing um, a game that I made Oh, right So, i been... am <laughs> like Unlike the other one No well, right. I didn't give it a score, did I? It was creepy. Okay. So, I've been, learning, I've been learning Unity, and it's been really, really exciting. Uh, I've been making a cricket, gu- cricket game in VR. Um, and it was really, really exciting for a while, and now I'm at the bit where the game is almost, almost finished, and I just have to make it look nice. So I needed a break, and over the last weekend, I decided to have a game jam okay. with myself. Right. And I was going to make a game, and I was like, what do I want to make a game about? I know, I want to make a game where you're on top of some dice. some big dice right and these dice are in space and you're all around you are more dice and they're just kind of floating and spinning there and then the dice that you are on they sort of spiral towards the other dice and you have other dice in your hands in your controllers in VR and you can throw these dice and they tumble and then they explode and you get points for that and meanwhile other dice are kind of coming at you and they're exploding too and if you look at a dice or a die or several dice if you look at them they come towards you and they just hover there and spin aggressively and they explode too. And there are dice everywhere And then you look outside And you're actually inside a huge dice Shut up Like one die actually but Maybe maybe there's dice around those You don't know because you can't see Because you're inside dice uh, And it's called infinity dice There weren't actually infinite numbers of dice Because I don't know how to do that But there were loads right, So it might okay. as well have been infinite yep. numbers of dice Anyway I thought it was brilliant And I thought this might be my moment, because, you know, they say, if you're going to do something, do it hard. And I was doing dice harder than any other game had ever done dice before. Uh, So I got to about 12.30 Monday morning, late on Sunday evening, uh, and I thought, I'll just make one more change, and then I'll save my project. And I accidentally duplicated a script, went to delete the duplicate script, and actually accidentally deleted the whole scripts directory in my Unity project. Unity through... A little wobble, uh, fell over, and that was the end of no. Infinity Dice. No. But it was a solid seven out of ten. While it lived, it was glorious. You need to buck up on your source control, Steve. Uh, yeah. If we've learned nothing else, <laughs> I tell you what I need to buck up is 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 just saving first. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Infinity Dice is dead. Look forward to Infinity Dice two. Enjoyed it while it lasted.
0: Federico, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. I feel like we should hang out more, shouldn't we?
2: Yeah, definitely. Add stuff. definitely. Uh, if we
0: don't see you in Italy for Game Happens, uh, then we should see you for other things after that, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Good. Uh, Steve, we, I think we got through that, didn't we? We did, we did. We missed Anne,
1: obviously. We but we will see her very, very soon. She's back for the next Monday show, isn't she? Yeah, and then we've got Monday off. And then I'm off. And th- So this last time I'll see you on the show... Why? Until next Monday. Until next Monday. And then after that, we've yeah, got a break. All yeah, right, exactly. cool. Excellent. I think it's been good. Enjoyed it? Enjoyed seeing you, Steve? Oh, it's been nice to see all of us. Uh, this is yeah, like... Thank of Thank you. This is, this is us talking and then filling until <laughs> the point that I have to play the theme, which is about... Now, bye!
2: Goodbye! Bye. Goodbye. <laughs>